1: The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. We don't need no education. We don't need no thoughts control.
2: Get ready to take notes because school is now in session.
3: Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the Classroom, Save the Country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Mark Durkin. Hey, teacher,
1: kids alone. And welcome to Education America, where we are taking steps to save the classroom so that we can save the country. Come along, come along with us every Saturday night here on AM 1280, The Patriot at 6 o'clock sharp. Where K-12 education is the the playing field, and as the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, so rightly stated, he said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. I'm Mark Durkin, again joined by my co-host and founder of Liberty Classical Academy. Rebecca
2: Hegstrom. Yeah, good evening again, Mark. It's always nice to be with you. Always
1: nice to be with you mm-hmm. as well. And we're very thankful for the guests that we have tonight. We're yes. going to introduce her in just a moment. But yep. first, here in Minnesota, parents are increasingly raising their voices over important issues in K-12 through schools. We have covered this at large for a good part yes, of the last sure two have. years for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Big issue. And one of those big issues is critical race theory, and that is rapidly permeating education. And just over the last year, the state has released three drafts signaling a hard-turn towards CRT as it works to revise the state social studies standards and this is especially troubling given that Minnesota has one of the widest achievement gaps in the country between white and black students mm-hmm. and as this slide away from a quality education continues to deepen mm-hmm. many grassroots movements of course across the state have formed and they are growing quickly in an effort to stop the mm-hmm. slide which
2: is great yes, great news absolutely. on the parent front yes Well, one of those groups that is yet to launch very soon is Minnesota Parents Alliance. And Christine Truen is the group's executive director. And she joins us in studio tonight to discuss how Minnesota parents can reclaim our state's schools. Christine, thank you so much for joining us on Education America.
3: Thank you for having me. I am delighted to be here, and um, this is my first podcast, so I'm extra excited to be here. Oh, and great. And we are an organization in its infancy, so this is actually the first time I get to talk about it sort of publicly, which is really exciting. That's, um, so I'm happy to be here and, and talk all about what we're up to.
2: Once, wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. Well, let's start by having you tell us a little bit about what the Minnesota Parent Alliance is. Yeah. So
3: we are a brand new uh, statewide 501c4 organization. Can, and our tagline is Reclaiming Our Schools. Wow. So I think that really sort of sets the tone for what we are trying to do. Yes. Um, I love that tagline. This year, but going forward. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, the K-12 education system in Minnesota is at a crossroads. And mm-hmm. I think we've all seen that in a variety of ways, um, especially for the past two years, mm-hmm. largely due to distance learning. Um, mm-hmm. Parents across the state have been awakened to what and how their children are being taught. And mm-hmm. they've started to examine and question, how decisions about school policies and curriculum and culture are being made and and by whom?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and they've reached out to school leadership and they've attended school board meetings and I think we've all seen a variety of that play out in you know our school communities. But mm-hmm. in many cases, I think some of these parents have felt you know no choice but to unenroll their children. Mm-hmm. Um, but their concerns their concerns aren't being addressed and um, they're feeling that their demands aren't being met and so there there needs to be a next step. Um, I think that. We see nationally right now that there's something called a parent movement. And, right. and that's sort of this new uh, phenomenon that has kind of uh, emerged onto both, you know, here we see it in, in Minnesota, but we see it on the national stage as well. And, Absolutely. Um, so... I think that you know our organization is is coming into a place right now where there there are a lot of parents that are now engaged. They're paying attention, but they need some structure and some organization around this movement to figure out what is that next step that they can take to reclaim their schools. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: That's great, okay. great. We're really excited. I mean, as you say, this is. A national movement as well now that we're seeing parents enter into, but they need organization, don't they? Yes, so, they do. Yeah. And yeah. I think Whoever. mostly they
3: need education and mm-hmm. advocacy. I think that parents are such they're they're the ultimate advocates for their own children, but yeah. there needs to be advocates for the parents. Yeah. And I think parents are looking to see who is supporting us, who's listening to us, and you know, who's who is there for us right now. And so mm-hmm. I think there needs there's a a place for this to, to emerge, I think, um, in our state for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, with the launch of this this alliance, is this uh, uh, involved at all with the Center of American Experiment?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. So um, I guess, you know, a little bit more about how I, I came into yes. this. I use the term just a parent a lot. <laughs> and I don't like it, actually. I think that just a parent is becoming more and more. We're we're wearing a lot of hats. Qualifications, Yes. yes. Um, but, you know, I am just a parent. I have young children and I was watching what was happening in my home district. Um, I live in the West Metro, the Twin Cities. And particularly over the last year, we had some school board elections last year and we're watching these really brave parents, you know, step forward and try to run, which in, mm-hmm. you know, a very challenging environment yes. last year, for sure. Um, you know, and, the, and and for a variety of reasons, they weren't getting traction. You know, mm-hmm. these are parents that don't have political experience. They don't really know how to campaign. It's a very short campaign time mm-hmm. for school board races. If you're going to file in August and you have voters that are, you know, September, I think, 23rd is our deadline this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a lot of time to get your message out right. effectively.
2: And, and you're also going up against union backing they are. Backed other yes. candidates. Yes, yes they mm-hmm. are.
3: And so I think that, um, you know, there just there wasn't a lot of organization going into what was going on last year. Everybody was kind of like trying to build the plane as they, they flow it. And, and, you know, so it's myself and another parent. We're watching this play out. We're exchanging text messages, you know, in the wee hours saying, what's going to happen? How yeah. can we help these parents? We saw it happen in our district, but also surrounding districts. And then it started to, you know, sort of register that, wait a minute, like the same thing is happening in every district right. across the state. And, you know, is there some sort of efficiency that can be created? And so um, we, we, myself and another parent kind of put together a pack, yeah. <laughs> which again, we are just parents. <laughs> I use that term all the time. And it's like we're navigating how to set up a pack, and we're doing all this, you know, research and work. And it was effective. The model was effective. Mm -hmm. And what we realized is that we need to take it a step further. There's got to be some other larger mechanism that we can help provide the support that parents need, particularly in the arena of of the school board races, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is a big year, I think, for Minnesota. And so um, we have an opportunity, I think, to provide some real education and training and support to parents who are thinking about taking that next step and getting involved in their districts. So mm-hmm. that is one of the reasons that this organization emerged. And sure. so I had gone to... Um, Washington post-election. So we we didn't see as many wins as we had hoped across the metro area Mm -hmm. last year. And I Mm -hmm. uh, partnered with uh, Parents Defending Education, and they had um, done some really great work in bringing people across the country together to talk about, you know, what's working and what are some strategies that we can use. And and coming out of that, I realized when I came back here to Minnesota that Minnesota needs a C4. We need a mechanism for education and advocacy for parents. And so I reached out to the center. They are fantastic and have been doing so much good work about, um, you know, Really digging into policy research—that's mm-hmm. what they do—and mm-hmm. I think few organizations have paid attention to education the way that uh, the center has. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and so they were a natural agree. partner to reach mm-hmm. out to when I knew that we needed support for this C four, and so they were—they heard it loud and clear and said that they you know, they agree that there is a place for this. So they've been mm-hmm. a great partner in this journey with us. Um, but we are our own entity, and so okay, that's um, interesting. You know, I did not we, know that. Actually. Yeah, though we partner mm-hmm. with the, the center on on certain things, um, we are our own organization. So okay. our C 4 for is mm-hmm. Minnesota Parents Alliance. And we like to say that um, I think where we get our our oomph is that we're parent-powered and we're parent-led. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the executive director and I am just a parent. And yes. we have a big steering committee of just parents. But yeah. they represent districts across the state and um, they're really locking arms to mm-hmm. uh, work with partner organizations like the center and many, many other organizations that we have across the state that care about education issues and uh, I think that good things happen when you start connecting the dots, and right. I think that's really where we missed last year. Is that parents tend to talk a lot in their own hyper local, you know, school mm-hmm. community, their own district, and every district has like a Facebook group of concerned parents of district, it's whatever, like there's whatever. There's these dark yes.
2: lines between districts, and they don't cross. Yeah, and, they don't. Yeah, and and, and they don't from what you
3: see is that you have these parents that are so focused in their own district and navigating, you know, a really right. specific issue. If they would just do some cross district communication, mm-hmm. they might find out that hundred miles down the road there's a district that's dealing with almost the exact yes. same thing. And yeah. so we're really trying to create some synergy there with connecting parent groups together.
1: Power and in numbers. Them. Yes, there's yes. such
2: power in numbers. Yes. Say before we go on, can you just distinguish for our audience, not everybody understands the difference between a C3 and a C4. Yeah. And you are specifically a C4. Yes. Can you talk about that a yes, little bit? Yes,
3: we are. So um, I think most people say I'm a 501C3 is right. the term that most people are more yeah. familiar mm-hmm. with. And that's a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. C4s are a nonprofit as well. But the distinction is that um, they will say a C4 is a social Mm welfare-minded organization. Mm -hmm. So we care about a particular issue. And Mm -hmm. the benefit to having it structured as a C4 is that most of the work that we do is education in nature. So Mm -hmm. we're providing a lot of education and resources to parents. But there is an element of... um, politics that, that kind yes. of it can, can be inserted into the sure. C4. And mm-hmm. so for us, that looks a lot like um, getting involved with school board
2: sure. issues. So because so, of the school board elections that you yeah. want to get involved in, that's why the C4 versus yeah. the C3. And at
3: this time, I think there's so much going on at the legislative level in Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of discussion about curriculum transparency and school choice. And certainly those are issues that we care about as well. But mm-hmm. I think right now our immediate focus is really um, you know providing the support to those parents that are taking that first step into mm-hmm. getting involved in their district and yeah. that looks a lot this year like really paying attention to the school board races sure. and trying to support candidates that sure. are um, looking for that training and sort of mm-hmm. uh, a good background to get started. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So how are you connecting all these parent groups <laughs> across the street that or yeah. how, you, how are you connecting with the parents across the, stu- uh, the state and then how are you um, connecting them with each other. Yeah, I mean well, you're just getting started. So we are just how getting you started. How I guess is maybe a better question. Yeah,
3: well, I will tell everybody. We I've been I've been working on this project since November third. Okay, <laughs> very so research. after the last election, we realized yes. this this needed to happen. So slowly over time, we've been connecting some dots, and and it's been a real grassroots effort. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of the first stop is there are, again are all these parent groups across the state that mm-hmm. have kind of coalesced around these issues of you know it, it, academic achievement is just horrific right now. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that is a a real unifying issue. Mm -hmm. And obviously, because of COVID, there are a lot of people that cared about health freedoms and that sort of started to introduce conversations about parental rights. And so all of these groups tend to have a really similar theme. And Mm -hmm. you find those in each district. So we've reached out to all the Facebook groups and all of the different ways that we can Mm -hmm. connect with these parent groups. Um, it's really a lot of word of mouth and and some good Mm old-fashioned networking at this point. But I think that um, going forward, what is, um, I think, going to be a really interesting, and I'm sort of a game changer, is that, um the center of the American experiment last year had developed a private forum called Illumined.com. I and you that. may have talked about this on mm-hmm. your show at one point. Yep. But um, so what it is perfect for is the cross-district communication that we talked about. So parents can visit Illumined.com and participate in a parent chat forum. And not only can they engage with parents in their district in an uncensored space, which I think is actually mm-hmm. a pretty big deal these days. <laughs> right, We're finding sure. increasingly so. Um, mm-hmm. But they can also see what other parents are talking about in other districts. Um, I think, you know, with the the Facebook groups, people only see what's going on in their district. This Mm -hmm. is a way to kind of open people's eyes to what's going on across the state Um, and hopefully try to create some of those relationships. I think that if you see that another district is struggling with an issue and you can reach out to those parents and get their uh, take on how they've navigated it and Mm -hmm. and talk about strategies together, I think that's really effective. So we're hoping to encourage all of the parents that we're connecting with um, to kind of, they can keep their Facebook group, but mm-hmm. also to participate in that forum, because I right. think that that will actually be a tremendously effective tool moving forward to mm-hmm. make sure that everybody is on the same page. We're all aware of the things that we find. I think often you'll have a program or a consultant or something come into your district and, um, you know, it's sort of this this thing that takes everybody by surprise. Nobody knows what it like is. this Everybody's equity like, alliance group yes. or something
2: like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so
3: if we can kind of, you know, those names and mm-hmm. expose what those things are, um, you can do a lot of the legwork for other parents. And so Parents' Alliance is really about, let's make this easier on parents. They don't need to start from zero on these issues and you know, research things from scratch. There are parents that have already probably navigated what you mm-hmm. feel is a very unique issue to your district mm-hmm. is probably not so unique. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And you are listening to Education Nation here on AM 1280 The Patriot. We are in discussion tonight with the Executive Director of the Minnesota Parent Alliance. Her name is Christine Truin. Mm -hmm. And you just mentioned about exposing some of these uh, things that are going on, calling out names. I mean, what are some other things that parents can do in terms of being proactive in maybe engaging, say, the school districts or even their local legislators to start to push for some of these changes?
3: Yeah, I guess, you know, for the for the engagement piece, I mean, the first step is always, um, you know, Have you talked to your kids' teacher? I think yes. that, yeah. that's always such a great starting point. And I, I want to make clear that our mm-hmm. group is we are so for teachers and we mm-hmm. need teachers. Um I think that so many teachers are the atmosphere has been really chilled for them to step forward and express their concerns about what they're I, seeing. I
2: think saying really chilled is actually an
3: understatement. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really they're terrified actually. They and you mm-hmm. know, I, I get calls almost on the regular contacts from educators that they feel that they have information that needs to be outed to the parent community mm-hmm. and they're not quite sure how to do that. So so mm-hmm. um, our IlluminEd platform is also good for that reason because it is um, it provides an anonymous way to oh, that's share wonderful. your information. So, so, sure.
2: so I suppose anybody can go on there. A yeah, teacher can go on there. Yeah, students exactly. Even? So we want to we okay. want to
3: say like we're the Parents Alliance, but there are a lot of teachers that are also parents. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we want to make sure that they have that channel of communication to to share that. But so that's that's step one. You mm-hmm. know, talk to your start developing relationships with your child's teacher, um, and certainly showing up at the school board meetings and mm-hmm. showing up in a constructive way. I think mm-hmm. that I also want to make clear that our organization is not the angry mob yes. that's coming to scream at their school board for three minutes on right. a microphone right. once a month. Um, right. These are parents that, you know, really want to identify what are the key issues and, and mm-hmm. how can we problem solve? Because I think that we sort of reached this, you know, fever pitch and you were seeing, you know, viral videos mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. losing their minds at school board meetings. And, and mm-hmm. though the the anger is somewhat justifiable in certain situations, Um we have to lower the temperature because yeah. I think at this point we've sort of hit a point where we just need to kind of come back and say um, we we need to make some big, big changes. And that only happens with constructive engagement. So mm-hmm. we hope as an organization that we are going to be launching our website in the next couple weeks here. Um, and it'll be minnesotaparents.org. Hmm. Um, okay. Minnesota.
2: So it's spelled out Minnesota.
3: org. Okay. And mm-hmm. we hope through our website and through our Illuminaid tool to provide a variety of educational pieces on a lot of the key issues that, that parents have questions about, I think last year, you know, CRT became this big buzz term that nobody really had a lot of clarification on. No, and, and the
2: school districts would just say, oh, we're not teaching CRT. Yeah. You know, it was easy for them to say we're not teaching CRT. And, right. and they could kind of say that honestly without really going into detail.
3: Yeah, what mm-hmm. is it? And and mm-hmm. is it in my
2: school? And when, when should I be concerned? Um,
3: we're going to hear and see a lot of that with regard to social-emotional learning this year, I'm certain. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much confusion about what that is. So that would be an example of an issue that... We can provide some quality research to parents, and and we hope to do some speaking um, events and bring in speakers to districts and have parent Mm -hmm. information nights where parents can really try to get a clear understanding of what these concerns are, Mm -hmm. and then they can shape their engagement. Because then it's that next step of, you know, is it in my school? What does it look like? Is it a policy? Is it a consultant we've brought in? Is there curriculum? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think that it is so specific district by district. And though there are these common threads and most districts are navigating social emotional learning and comprehensive sex ed and CRT Mm -hmm. issues, um, they look a little bit different in every mm-hmm. district sometimes. So I think that we will be able to sort of customize our uh, response. So we're hoping that parents will reach out to us with their questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, our steering committee is huge right now. I think we have about 50 members on our steering wow. committee. And they represent parents from mm-hmm. nearly every district in the metro and in greater Minnesota. Oh, wow. And there are eyes and ears of what is going on in these districts and where are the questions. What questions mm-hmm. can... Can we help these parents answer or provide some more information? on? And that's where organizations like the center um, can mm-hmm. provide some quality research. Yes. And, and I think that there are organizations as well, like FAIR is yes. doing a great job mm-hmm. around the issue of CRT and providing mm-hmm. also some alternatives because we want to encourage parents to say, don't just say what you're against, start saying what you're mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And we need to start figuring out what are some alternative curriculum and standards that we can start proposing to start Start those conversations because it's one thing to say that you're upset with what is, but I think we need to start constructively trying to figure out what comes next. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's great. Well, you had mentioned earlier that part of being a 501c4 is that there is a political component, and that's largely because of the school board elections. So we've talked about this a little bit, but Mm Um, is there anything you want to add about the political nature? You know how, yeah. what, to what extent is the Minnesota Parent Alliance going to be political?
3: Yeah. So I, <laughs> I believe actually that the answer to is it political is no. Um, and I think the beauty of the parent movement is that it's not political, mm-hmm. and technically neither is the role of the school board. Um, we mm-hmm. see parents on all sides of the political spectrum uniting on the common issues of academic achievement and equality and parental rights, and mm-hmm. and I will. And often tell people, like, this is not a right and left issue. It really breaks down for parents as a right and wrong issue. Mm -hmm. And so we are sort of, um, you know, in an increasingly polarized world, um, Mm -hmm. we're starting to see that unity forming around our children and their future. And um, I think that's really the power of the parent movement right now. Um, And so our organization is uh, certainly partnering with a lot of other organizations that may have a conservative base. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that, you know, the parent movement often gets conflated with conservative political efforts. And I think the reality is that, you know, parents are calling for support. And if conservatives are going to answer that call, parents will listen and Mm -hmm. and they're willing to lock arms with nearly anybody Mm -hmm. who is willing to, you know, walk with them in the alignment of the goals of academic achievement and equality and parental rights. So um, I think that's kind of where we are as a movement with with parents in this state is that they're almost abandoning, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever previous political alliances they have, and they are all in and all focused on kids. On education,
2: which is so important. Uh, That's a key thing for people to understand that a lot of these ideas of um, CRT and comprehensive sex ed Um, are really not being embraced even by people who would be traditional liberals or traditional Democrats. They care very much about their children's education. They don't want to see AP classes eliminated out of equity reasons or advanced honors classes being eliminated or lowering the grading standards. Um, Most parents don't want that. And they are going to prioritize their children. And they do believe that they should have a right to decide what's best for their children, regardless of which side of the aisle they're on. So I I agree with you. I think that this is really going to capture um, the large majority of parents as you you move forward with this alliance.
3: Yeah, I will often say, uh, you know, parents are sort of an interesting... Creature in the political landscape because um, they can't be bought and they can't be fought. You know, yes. like, p- parents don't want this job. We don't want to yes. be professional politicians. Right. Like you know, no, none of us know how to campaign well, which is why we need to provide some resources around right. that. But you can't influence them in the same way I think as you know some other people in the in the political space, and so they can't be bought and and parents mm-hmm. can't be fought. Like parents will fight that. to the death for they their li- kids, and so will. good luck trying to fight them. So, Just like a
2: mama bear, right? Yes, exactly. There's a reason why it is called the mama bear movement, <laughs> right? Um, so and
3: and they're not going to back down and, and they're not going anywhere. I think yeah. now that parents have, have had their eyes open to these issues, um, they're only becoming more engaged. I think mm-hmm. it's really hard to unsee and unhear, I think, what you now know about yeah. education. And so I think the movement is only getting larger because mm-hmm. there are more parents that are now. It's like, now you've got me. Now I'm engaged. Yeah. Now I have to do something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: exactly. So
1: let's take into account the, uh, the vision now that's been cast for the formation of uh, Minnesota Parents Alliance. What will success look like for the organization? We're talking about how they can come together, how can they approach their school boards, but what does success look like?
3: I think success in the near term, certainly, um, you know, we have a huge election in November, and so that's a big piece of what we're focusing on, because we know that the real change with a lot of these districts um, lies in the school board, the Mm -hmm. composition of the school board, and I think that um, you know, I, th- we are, we are putting a lot of time and a lot of resources toward trying to support parents that want to get engaged in, in running for school board. And so I think that success looks a lot like big wins across yeah. the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exciting. And I think that'll be a litmus test a little bit of where parents are, um, finding their success. And so I think that, you know, apart from that, uh, really trying to unite parents. I think that we are still trying to, you know, build this, mm-hmm. uh, mechanism of communication using the Illumined tool and figuring out where we can provide these resources. So I think success, you know, certainly it looks a lot like, um, you know, school board member wins, but it also looks like really building our organization into a big, robust community. And also, we hope that people will look to Minnesota Parents Alliance um, for guidance. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about legislative issues, and you talk about people who are involved in, you know, making decisions about education in our state, we hope that they'll come to us and and that we can start conversations with people at that level as well. Um, you know, I think that... Uh, <laughs> it's, it, we hope to endorse candidates, we will endorse candidates mm-hmm. as well. And so okay. I think that um, one one area where we can be successful is to say that, you know, people will look to our Cues and mm-hmm. and to our endorsement to understand you know who who is aligned with um, their their values in their mm-hmm. district and so I think we see a lot of times teachers unions and other organizations will have their kind of slate of endorsed candidates yes. and a lot of people get a little postcard in their mail that say mm-hmm. these are the you know typically incumbent candidates uh, we yes. hope to provide a little bit of a counter mm-hmm. to that and and say that you know these are the parent candidates in your community mm-hmm.
2: I have always said it doesn't make any sense to me that the union has any right to have any say in these elections, because these are supposed to be parent school boards. Mm -hmm. And so the unions represent the teachers, the parents are supposed to be able to represent the students. And so why the unions have been allowed to get involved in school board elections is just beyond me. It just is, to me, beyond the pale. And it's really influenced the outcome of of education in the U.S. Uh, yeah. especially in the last 25 years or so.
3: Yeah, I use the term big education a lot and I think that um, everyone knows what big tech and big pharma is there's a big mm-hmm. education and yes, that is. is all of the entities and organizations and unions and associations mm-hmm. and curriculum companies and I mean the yep, list goes on and on but it's a huge together. ecosystem of uh, a multi-billion dollar business of, yes. of, of I think pushing some things that really aren't constructive right now and mm-hmm. I think we're seeing the effects of that with the decline in just academic achievement. Right. So right? I think yeah. that uh, parents are, are awakening to that and mm-hmm. that's Exciting! That's good. That yeah. means that we have we have <laughs> we have a lot of work to do, but right. um, it's good.
2: Good. So the center is providing obviously illumined and some guidance to you. Are there any other resources from the center that? you can provide, um, not just to our listeners, but to um, the people that you're tr- connecting with across the state?
3: Um, I wouldn't say specifically from the center, but I do think that our other par- partner organizations, I'll call them, are other organizations across the state that have done great work. So I think of um, you know groups like Child Protection League. Mm-hmm. I think we get calls mm-hmm. all the time recently, very recently. There's been a lot mm-hmm. of contact from parents who have questions about, they're hearing this push for you know gender identity and sexual orientation conversations in their schools. Mm-hmm. Child Protection League has been doing that work for a really long time and they have fantastic resources so there's no need for us to reinvent the wheel so often mm-hmm. what we will Good do point. is parents will approach us with a question and whether the center's done great work on it or child protection League or a whole host of other organizations in Minnesota a lot of what we do is just partnering parents with research and, and resources that are mm-hmm. already in existence so
2: basically contacting you is kind of the first step yeah. and then you can point them in the right direction yes. into the with the right organization Yes, and, and
3: we'll say uh-huh. a lot of a lot of um, you know usually when people come Come to us and want to um, understand a little bit better about how we can support them. Our first question is, you know, do you have a race this year or not? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that have a race, they're going to focus super hard on their school board candidates. But people that don't have a race this year are navigating a whole host of other issues and. Uh, It looks a lot like sometimes a data practices request Mm -hmm. where it's Mm -hmm. like, I've never done this before. I'm not an attorney. I don't know what to do or my district's not cooperating. Now what? Um, We have some legal counsel that we can pair them with. We have, um, you know, other resources where if we we know what the issue is, we can help. Okay. That's great.
1: Yeah. Just to kind of conclude here, you know. How can parents connect with you? How can they connect with Minnesota Parents Alliance? Where we would just hear them to.
3: Yeah, so um, well, we hope to have our website launched soon within okay. the next couple of weeks. I just finalized some copy for that, so I'm really excited to be okay. able to launch that publicly. And we will make a more um, you know sort of public press release sort of uh, where can announcement they, where can they look about that? that. Where yeah. can they look for that? Where can they look for that? Um, they'll, f- they'll see it, I okay. think. I think mm-hmm. we'll, we'll make it known. but um, okay. So they can certainly go to minnesotaparents.org in a couple weeks and be able to mm-hmm. see that. But mm-hmm. our Illuminad uh, tool is fantastic, and it's up and it's running, and parents can certainly go to Illuminad right now and set up a profile and start engaging in the parent mm-hmm. chat forum. Okay. We do have a Facebook page. It's Good. not my favorite vehicle, but it is effective. And so mm-hmm. we have a Facebook page. It's Minnesota Parents Alliance. They can find us there. Okay. Um, we're on Twitter at mnparentsftw, so you can find us there as well. Okay. Um, and then uh, you can email us. So yeah. I think that really the way that we've heard most of what we know about what's going on in the districts is people
2: send us an email and say, okay. here we are at info at Okay, info at Minnesota, all spelled out, mm-hmm. parents.org, Correct. all one word. Very good. Christine, this has been very interesting to hear about. Best wishes with your future.
3: I will do one more quick plug. We have a candidate training on May 7th. So if you are a candidate and you do want some resources, we have a full day of training happening in Minnetonka on May 7th. And you can email us at that address, info at org, And uh,
2: we would love to have you. That's excellent. Well, you are a wonderful representative and executive director, Christine. We wish you the best of luck with all of your efforts. And Thank you so much, Mark. Good to be here. As always, we enjoy being together. Absolutely. um, We uh, hope our listeners will go and listen to this podcast or other podcasts at SavetheClassroom.com. SavetheClassroom.com. And hear us next week as we hopefully talk with one of our senators to learn a little bit more about what's happening at the legislative level, if we can peel them away. Mm -hmm. Thanks, everyone. Good night.